your name have your way today speak to us on the deep levels of our lives and grant that we hear you in the precious and matchless name of Jesus who is the Christ amen would you do me a favor let's just thank God for our music ministry today first time we've heard the mass choir since the pandemic praise and worship team thank you all Welcome back, Glory. Welcome back, all the band. Thank you all. I want to read a single verse. You've heard the entire passage read from John 6, 12, 16. I'm just going to read one verse. And again, for some reason, I more feel like I want to talk to you and then holler and preach at you. So just give me a few minutes to share a few thoughts with you this morning. Verse 16 says this. His disciples did not understand the meaning of these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified and exalted, they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Someone say thanks be to God. I want to talk this morning from a simple theme, putting the pieces together. Putting the pieces together. You know, the reality of this particular passage in this verse that I just read is this is not as much sacred scripture as it is an editorial note. The redactor, the writer, is making a notation about the event that took place and the revelation that came post the event. So something happened and later on there was a revelation but the revelation did not come during the manifestation. So that what took place took place. It was an event. Everybody might have had different ideas about the event but it was an event. If you were a disciple at that time you might have been feeling pretty foggy, pretty uh, pretty like I'm not sure about what's going on with any of this. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know how to put all this together. Lazarus was raised from the dead. I don't know what to put to do with all this. People have come to see Lazarus. I want to see the walking miracle man. 
I want to see the resurrected one. People were coming for the Passover. Crowd was there. Branches were broken and celebration and everybody's there. What does it mean? The truth of the matter is that all of it is given to us as memory. There was no video recorder. Nobody had an iPhone or on Android going da -da -da -da. It was all memory. Story shared, reflections. And, and memory is funny. You know, memory's kind of, you know, it's a, some of y'all know exactly what I mean. I mean, you, you used to have things, you could put them together real quick. Now you almost need to get a little piece of paper to remember what you're supposed to put together. Or you know where the pieces are, but you need a formula to put it back right. <laughs> Memories can bring misery or give meaning to the jumbled thoughts of your past. Yeah, they can bring misery or give meaning to the jumbled thoughts of your past. And somebody I'm talking to right now, we need to deal with your memories. Because some things you have made seem all miserable are not nearly as miserable if you were really to put it together properly. And some things that you have made to seem great, how good looking your old boyfriend was, how fine your old girlfriend was, you don't really remember it as much as you have made a utopian model of it. Because in truth, some of the lumps you were remembering were not in the right places. And how good it was might be a reflection of what you wanted more than what actually was the reality. <sighs> what I really believe, and I'm being honest here, is that the disciples at some point had to do some meaning making, which is the ability to make sense of things that seem disconnected. I need to do some meaning making. You see, meaning making, and this is not this part is not my own definition, so I, I, I've, I've chopped it up, but it's. So all I'll take ownership in case somebody disagrees. Meaning making designates kind of the process by which people interpret situations, events, objects, or discourse in light of their previous knowledge and experiences. And after you just saw a bunch of people throwing palm trees down in front of somebody you've been hanging out with for three years and you know he broke as a joke 
he gets tired? You know the real deal. You saw him after the crowd left when he got in the bottom of the boat and needed to sleep. They got to see him when he was talking on the mountainside and laying hands and people being well. But you seen him in the back room when the glitz was gone. You've seen him have to send someone to go down and get money out of a fish's mouth. You've seen the backside of the struggle. Make some meaning out of this. You see, meaning making requires connections, developing linkages and relationships between new and existing knowledge. How do I put my pieces together? How do I make sense of what I'm experiencing right now? How do I deal with what is going on in my own life, much left in the life of the church and in the life of those who are believers in God? At some point, you must remember, you must recollect, and even reflect on your experience. That's what they did. They remember, they reflect. They, on their experience, they had to look at the experience and say, what does this mean? To grab a phrase from an old song, sometimes you want to say, what's it all about, Alfie? You, you see, you see, recalling the past and interpreting the present, you get to kind of know the future. But you, you can't be afraid to look at the past, and you can't be afraid to look at it realistically, and you can't be afraid to deal with even your past history of pain and suffering and tears, not just your past triumphs, but all the stuff you've been through, you have to take a moment and look at it all. Yeah. If you're going to put the pieces together, and I suggest that we all do, and I suggest that this Sunday here is the Sunday that helps us to put the pieces together that starts us on that journey that we will culminate with our next Sunday in Resurrection Day. But three things are necessary, three things required for putting the pieces together, at least for this message. Three things required for putting the pieces together. The, the first one is the recognition of the pieces of your past that have prepared you for the present moment. <sighs> you see, some of you don't realize it, but if, let's just take, you, you, you had to deal with a sickness. What you don't realize is that the sicknesses you had years ago 
and the ones that God healed you from before. The times when you thought you weren't going to make it and God brought you through. When the doctor couldn't give you surety, but only your faith could. All of that prepared you for what you're dealing with right now so that now doesn't scare you like it would have if you hadn't already been through some stuff already because God's already proven God's self to you by what you've been through that's prepared you for the moment you're dealing with right now. Every now and then, you've got to make a recognition of the pieces of your past that have prepared you for the present moment. You've got to look back. Can, 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 I, can I get an old school song? The, the old folks, they say, when I look back over my life and I think things over... I can truly say that I've been blessed. I've got, I got a, a testimony. testimony. Hey, when I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I've got a testimony. Yeah, yeah. in this text a 
of recognition. And for them, it was a post-resurrection recognition which says that Jesus may not be standing physically with me right now, but I'm ready for this moment right now to do my part in worshiping him right now because I realize that when I put the pieces together that he's still right here because he's with me. Now, 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 now. There's this recognition that, that, that you don't know my story or the things I've been through. And you can't feel my pain. What I had to go through to get here. And you'll never understand my praise. Look at somebody and say, don't try to figure it out. Because my worship is for real. Okay. I bet you too much. I didn't mean to go there. The, the, the second thing, the second thing, the first is a recognition. You, you know, when you, when you start recognizing what he's done, it's easy to get excited about what he's going to do. See, James Cleveland put it this way. He didn't bring me this far just to leave me. I just need... I need two or three folk that were getting weary to just decree and declare, I don't feel no ways tired. Oh! From where I started from. Would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. needs to be let go of. 
Because some stuff you might be holding on to needs to be left out. And some stuff you need to put in place that you never forget how good God's been. Okay, let me put it this way. You have to have a reconciliation of the pieces of your past that have a place of memorial. In other words, what is it I need to remember? And what is it that I need to let go of? And what they said, when I remember Jesus, I want to remember this day. I want to remember that he came in to the city. I want to remember the triumphant entry. There's some stuff I don't care about. But today is an important day because on this day, he was recognized. Ah. I'm about to bless you right here. Let me help somebody here. There's some things that have happened in your past that are worthy of you wiping out. And you need to just get a good forgettery. Not a word, but you know what it means. You got a memory, now you need a forgettery. Some stuff you got to forgive and then go to forgettery. Let me help you here. Because it's the same thing you ask of God to do for you. Because you, you get excited if I tell you that the Lord blotted out your sins. Woo, hallelujah. If I tell you the Lord cast your sins in the sea of forgetfulness and he brings them up no more, you say hallelujah. If I tell you the Lord covered your sin with the blood, you say hallelujah. But when somebody else does something to you that you don't like, you never let them forget and you won't let yourself forget so you can't walk in forgiveness at some point. You got to know what to let go of as well as what to hold on to. Okay, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I just... <sighs> I hope this is helping somebody. I, <laughs> the, the last point I want to make, the last point I want to make, um, this is the big one here. This is the big one. This is the big one. This is it. This is the big one. This is it. This is it. This is the big one. I want, don't you miss this one. I, every person in the balcony, you pick your head up. Let me see you. Perk up right here. You got to get this one. You get this one. You get this one at home. You write this one down. This is the main one. Number three, at some point you must have a reappraisal of the pieces into meaningfulness. That was so deep, made me happy. At some point, you got to pick up that stuff. And, you know, I thought it was all bad. But as I look at it again, 
it may not have been as bad as I thought it was. If I hadn't had that skin tag, I wouldn't have found out I had melanoma. It may not have been as bad because the one thing led to the other. It was the headache that made him catch the tumor. You, you missed it. Sometime when I look back and I reappraise it, it, it seemed bad at the time. And I put it up as something that was horrible. But really it was something that was blessing me. I need to reappraise some things in my life. I need to reappraise it and say, God, where were you at in this? Because I know your hand was somewhere. Okay, 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 okay. See, some of y'all think, I know you do. I know you think that I just be making stuff up. And that, that you know, just, just, be, just be pulling stuff out the air, just be grabbing stuff. Just, it sounded good, so he threw it in there this morning. Yeah, that just hit him. It just hit him right there. You can see he just got a sparkle in his eye. Unless you think I, I do, I got an A, B, C underneath here. I'm going to do them quick, but A, B, and C. A, when they did the reappraisal, A, they connected it with scripture. They could see that scripture had been fulfilled in what was happening. Somebody looking at me right now, you don't even know God's writing new word in your heart. He's trying to show you himself. I, I, how dare you be upset when God's working it out? Even if you don't understand it. Even if you don't understand my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. As high as the heaven is above the earth, so too are my thoughts above your thoughts and my ways above your ways. You may not understand it, but let's put the pieces together. He, he, they caught it in scripture, but, then, but then, then they connected it with symbolism because it's symbolic for him to come in not on a horse, but on a donkey. It, it's the sign of his humility. It's symbolic of who he really was. It, it's symbolic of what God was about to do. They were reappraising it. When I thought about it, I, ooh, yeah. And, and you know what? They, they cut down palm trees and they, they laid it down and they took off their cloaks and they put it on the, the pack horse, the mule. The, there's some symbolism in here of, of his divineness and his humanness being combined into humbleness. And, and then, 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 just to see, they connected it with salvation. Who? Hosanna. Hosanna, blessed, blessed, 
See, y'all, you, you need to understand Jesus not only as Savior in the sense of salvation of souls, but as a radical revolutionary. Because Jesus does everything different, including turning over money tables, including battling corrupt political systems, including calling out the rich for hoarding and not helping the poor and the needy. He's a radical revolutionary brother. They, they, they understood him under the scripture, but they also understood him under social action and the spiritual significance of his triumphant entry. <sighs> so how do I want to close this? I want to close it at your house. You don't mind if I close it at your house? I want, I want to close it at your address because the triumphal entry precedes Good Friday. And if you were one of the foot soldiers, one of the 11, or one of those 70-something that went out, or one of them in the crowd that was believing, you might have been wondering, was it all for nothing? they realized that it was all in God's plan for you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's all in God's plan. I know you don't understand that I'm, I'm, I'm walking down somebody's street right now. You, you see, here, here. There's a misgiving when we process our lives and worry, was this meaningless? Was this marriage meaningless? Was this, was this friendship meaningless? Was this job meaningless? Was this house meaningless? Was, was this relationship meaningless? Was my sickness meaningless? There, there's this, ugh. You get the, ugh. Has somebody been dealing with the uh? It's the uh that comes with wondering, was it meaningless? Clark sister said, is my living in vain? Am I wasting my time? Can the clock be rewind? And then they answered, no! Of course not. It's not all in vain, because up the road is eternal gain, y'all. Me, let, me, let me put it to you this way. There is nothing meaningless when God is involved. So when you go home today, here's, your, here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. I know, I know this is kind of long, but here's the lesson I want to give you. The lesson comes down to three things, and then I'm just going to give you one line from a hymn, and I'm done. Lesson comes down to three things. God has a master plan. It's the lesson. And you can look at somebody right now and just say, God has a plan for you. Just, 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 God has a plan for you. There's, there's, there's a, yeah, you, you may not know the plan, but he knows the plan.
God has a master plan. Just, just realize it. And, and, and the, the, the other part of the lesson is that God's master plan always comes with a mysterious purpose. I may not know why he's doing what he's doing, but the one thing I do know is that he's doing what he's doing, and he's doing it with me. I gotta leave y'all, I'm done, I'm finished, but I got one last good word for you. God's master plan comes with a mysterious purpose, but you have to know there's always a miraculous power in the background that God's power is still at work in your life and that God is still moving on your behalf. And here's the hymn, y'all. We'll understand it better by and by. 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 Come on, give God a praise. Come on, give God a praise. We are often tossed and driven by the restless sea of time. Summer clouds and clouds and tempests oft succeed the bright sunshine. But in the land of perfect days, when the mist has rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. God will show you, maybe not today, but revelation comes. Here's good news. Revelation may come after manifestation, which means you'll already have the blessing before you figure out how you got there. You'll already have the blessing. You'll be looking back and say, how did this happen? God, how did you work this out? God, how did you save this? God, how did you fix this? And then you'll look back and you'll say, oh, my God. And you'll, 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 you'll do a goo. You'll say, look at God. <laughs> look at God. And somebody's sitting right here right now has had a look at God moment. And you know, if he did it before, he'll do it again. Come on and give God a praise. I send an invitation. Maybe there's somebody today who does not have a church home looking for a place of worship. I send you an invitation. I'm so delighted to have you here at the Shiloh Church today. We are blessed to have you here. Shiloh is a unique place. It's a Baptist church located in the city of New London. We go by Shiloh, New London, just to distinguish ourselves from all the others. But, you know, to be honest, we're just different anyway. If you come here, 
You come for the difference. I, some days we're Episcopalian and some days we're Baptist. Some days we're Pentecostal. Some days you think we're Church of God in Christ. You just, you come for the Shiloh experience. Just, we just, we're just free to be what God wants us to be. And we're open to the move of God. If that's the kind of church you want to be a part of, yeah, I just want you to know we welcome you. We welcome you today. Online, you can email me or call me. We, we have the numbers located there. If you're in the sanctuary and you're looking to become a part of our fellowship, if you raise your hand, the ushers will come bring you a card. And when you do so, fill that out and we will work with you in bringing you into full membership. I see a hand up over here. Amen. Come on, let's thank God. God bless you, saints. As you take your seats in the sanctuary, I want to just do two things as we close. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Let me just tell you how much I'm praying for each of you. I ask that you keep Sister Sarette Williams in your prayers. She just buried her mother uh, in Norwich this week. And then Sister Vicki Jenkins, Brother Danny Jenkins, and all the Jenkins family, to Terry Prodigals as well. Keep, keep them in your prayers. They just buried Mother Viola Jenkins. Please keep that family in your prayers. The Murphy family, of course. And I just ask that you remember one another in prayer. You know, there's been a lot of death and loss, but each of us should be praying for each of us. I'm so glad to see see uh, Mother Wiggins in church today. So glad to see you, God. And I ask that you keep Deacon Wiggins in prayer. But if you're praying for Deacon Wiggins and you're not praying for Mother Wiggins, then you're not praying right. Amen. She's a caregiver and is just loving her husband through a very difficult time in his life. And uh, I just want you to pray that God give them wisdom on how to bless, bless him and best be there. And let's be there for her. Amen. As best we can. All right. I love all of you with the love of the Lord. I, I'm just excited about Jesus. Now, Friday is Good Friday. We will be we will be on at noon on Friday. Look us up, Facebook and YouTube, noon on Friday. There's no Tuesday service. We'll see you at noon on Friday. No Tuesday Bible study, noon on Friday. We look forward to having you join us. Amen. Huh? I'm good. Yeah, thank you, baby. Yeah, my wife is reminding me that that one of our old deacons is here, but she didn't have to remind me. I was trying to save him for last, cause I get silly when I talk about him. But let's let's thank God for Deacon Glenn and Deaconess Glenn being home today. Deacon, <laughs> they served our church well, so much so. Oh, Lord, don't tell me their baby girl home with them too. Jesus, and the grandbaby here too. Lord have mercy. Hi, baby. Sadiq <laughs> in the house. 
Amen. Good to see you. That's right. They, they were here with you. You were the one who had the business. They came to support you. Amen. So glad you're here. Welcome all of y'all. I welcome each of you this morning, and I'm just delighted to see you, and I'm really godly proud. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Whatever offering you have, your tithes, your capital offerings, I'm going to ask you to just give that at the door. If you're mailing it in, keep mailing it in. If you are giving by cash, have them give a five, do that. We're not going to ask the, the tray to be passed around. Just give it at the door on your way out. As I'm going to also ask you to remain seated as the end of the service, the ushers will just remind you by row, and you can head on out. We're going to keep wearing masks. Someone asked me, Bishop, what's the protocol for us right now? We're going to keep wearing masks because we're in such close proximity. We're blessed with tall ceilings and good, and good ventilation, but we'll keep wearing the mask unless you're up in front ministering, and hopefully we'll be at least six feet or more away from you when that's going on. All right? But we're going to keep wearing masks from now on. Someone said, how long? I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to go along with everybody else here. Everybody trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out too. I don't know. I, look here. I have a doctorate degree, but it's not medical. <laughs> look, I, I try to stay in my lane. I know what I do best. So we'll, we'll just play it by ear. We'll try to do the best we can. We try to minimize how long we stay in the sanctuary in close proximity. We keep wearing masks. We keep worshiping. Next Sunday is going to be a spectacular day. Choirs are singing. Kids are dancing. Youth are singing. We're just going to have a great day to celebrate Resurrection Sunday. So come on, be here. Let's just have a great time. Amen. Did I leave anything else out? I got my glasses on the cheap. Palms, where the palms, where the palm, bring the palm. God, we thank you for the palms as representative of that day. We celebrate. We ask that you bless them. And as your people receive them, may they receive them, Lord, in the recognition of your triumphant entry. And may you remind us, God, that every day we are to be like you, to walk triumphantly, even in the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Give a few to my wife, please. If no other things need to come before us, I love you with the love of the Lord. You keep on praising, keep on believing, keep on holding on, keep on fasting. Amen. The deacons, deaconess, they'll take care of you with the palms at the door as you go out. They'll be right there with the ushers. Come on, y'all. Hit it. mercy go with each of you now henceforth and evermore and you know what I always say
Shalom. God bless you. I love you all. Ushers will lead you out.